We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, Michael's back. Uh Uh-huh, Michael's back. Oh, 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 oh my goodness, my son is here tonight. I absolutely love it. It's called the Mom and Michael Hour. We've been doing this for about 15 years together, this one hour here at WCCO Radio. I'm so thankful for it. So welcome back, son. How are you? I am fantastic, although I sound like a Claritin commercial. Uh, I'm, I'm that person in the commercial that has like a, 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 a monster made of flowers attacking them. That's me right now. I took a Claritin, and I'm hoping it will kick in more so than it has currently. But this is actually a, an improvement. Um, but, you know, I, I got to share with you how this happened. So okay. I went to brunch with my friend Andreas for his birthday birthday today. I have one of my favorite new brunch spots in Los Angeles called Soulmate. Beautiful indoor-outdoor restaurant. Uh, the outdoor port portion is partly covered, and there's all these beautiful flowers on the ceiling hanging down towards you. I mean, it's really a stunning restaurant in West Hollywood. And, uh, you know, it was hot today in L.A. It's 87 degrees, 88 actually here uh, in, in L.A. So, you know, we're outside, everyone's sweating, the fans are on. Uh, but I don't do so well with ceiling fans, with any airflow on my face. And there was a ceiling fan right by the flowers just blowing all the pollen towards me. <laughs> and mind you, it's vaulted ceilings. I mean, we're talking, these are way up there, but I sat down at the table and I felt a little sniffle and I thought, oh, it's fine. Just maybe it's something in the air. There's fires going on in California. I should be fine. Uh, you know, fast forward, hour and a half later of brunch, and now I sound like this. So I would not be a very good, uh, a, 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 a very good villain in a comic book because, you know, my, my kryptonite would just be a, a ceiling fan. You know, like a light wind, and I'd be done in, and I would, that'd be it, you know? So, uh, lesson learned, don't sit under a fan that's next to fresh flowers in a beautiful restaurant in Los Angeles. <laughs> you just kind of messed your whole self up with that one, Michael. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but I understand fan. it. Yeah, man, ceiling fans dry you out, too. It's just terrible. And um, <laughs> you said the name of this restaurant. It sounded beautiful, by the way. I'm so excited that you went to this place. It's just brand new? It just got around, or what? It just- opened probably about seven months ago. Uh, they know me by name there now. I, I should have stock in this company. I mean, in this restaurant rather, because I go there so often for brunch and dinner. It's just—it's a really beautiful place. I'm looking forward to taking you there when you get here. But yeah, it's called Soul, oh, Soulmate. Is the name of the restaurant? So sweet! Oh my gosh! Food my is amazing. And every time I come there to cool. visit you, you always take me someplace that I just love. You know that I've never been to before. So I thank you for that, son. You truly for love your sure. mother. There's no doubt about it. You know, and if but, I were there to, but, to visit some of the restaurants, I want to go to Cuchon, Cuch, what is it? 
Chaconi. Chaconi. Yeah. <laughs> That's one for sure that I would love to, to do. But, you know, there are other reasons to deal with, you know, a place like that. Because soul food is where oh. I want to go now. You know, I'm just thinking, oh. you know. <laughs> you know what? This doesn't even count because I am on Claritin and I'm very sensitive to antihistamines. <laughs> so I'm going to blame the Claritin. But I didn't catch this. Michael, I, I gave you too much credit, man. I gave you too much credit last week when you snuffed this out. I thought it's over. There's no way <laughs> we're did. ever going to be really able did. to do this again because Michael is smarter than the average diner. <laughs> no, just a week later. No, no. Mm-mm. A week later, man. Like you said, he's on Claritin. Oh, my God. I'm blaming okay. the Claritin. So, so, I, I, so I, I, we're blaming the Claritin. Instead of blaming the alcohol. Yeah, because there's like, exactly. I'm changing the song, you know, blame it on the Claire, blame it on the Clary. We're just going to make <laughs> no, it over. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> that is so awful, Michael. Just terrible. But Clarendon, it, it takes, what, three days to work? <laughs> no, I mean, You look, know it I does. Come it. on, Michael. It takes three I days to work. It. Terrible, like voices in a different register hacking my lungs out, not an hour ago. So I have to give them credit that I can even, you know, sound something like myself at this point is really good. Um, and of course, Benadryl is wildly effective, but if I take one of those, I'll be a zombie for three days because it stays in my system that long. So I can't, that's too much. Like, you know, I have to function and work and all that kind of stuff. Which so. one you can't do? What is it called again? Benadryl. Benadryl, oh, I will only yeah, take if I'm having well. a really, really serious allergic reaction. I, I'm trying to sleep or something, but I have to go to work no. the next day, function, go to a meeting. I cannot take a Benadryl at all. No, no, I, Gerilyn. Benadryl is your go-to. It is my go-to, yeah. man. I have so many allergies. And here's the thing. I can sit, you know, in, you know next to two people on the plane. So in my little cabin there, I just, you know, I have to ask immediately as soon as I sit next to them or they sit next to me and I go, excuse me, do you have any long-haired dogs or cats or certain types of cats I can name? You know, is uh, do you have it? And they look at me like, what? No. I was like, okay, thank you, because I know I can still <clears throat> sit there. But then there are people in front who are fanning and getting up all the time. And all of a sudden I'm just sneezing. Achoo! I'm just everywhere. I got to go to the back, to the bathroom, get some tissue, you know. It's just crazy. It's crazy. But I take Benadryl, and that takes care of it. Just a half of one. Half of mm. a one. Yeah. Half Half one. Half a Benadryl would have me full zombie for at least a day. That's not true. Come on, seriously. I, I, I've, done, I've done it. I've had a really bad allergic reaction. Taken uh, half a Benadryl at work because like, one of my coworkers had one of the first aid cabinet. Had one. I said, you know what? This is really bad. I had a meeting. I'll just pop a half a Benadryl, as you just suggested. And I get into that meeting, and I'm like, what? Uh, uh, I think, let me get back to you on what we should do about this, blah, blah. You know, I, I can't do it. I just It slows me down so bad uh, that I can't really function. So I'll go with the Claritin. I will sit at a different table, although I've sat at that very table many times before, but I guess the flowers were extra fresh today. And just to have extra pollen <laughs> to share with me. And there was a, you know, vacuum system like at the banks back in the day that just sent the pollen directly into my nose. And now here we are. Oh, hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. So, f- oh, yeah, all of a sudden you went out for a minute. So thank you. All right. So mm-hmm. my big question is, you know, Claritin, I happen to like that name. I really do. 
And I'm, you know, just curious if you've ever heard of a child being named Claritin. And what would that be like? What would you think if, if a child, if a mother said, oh, no, this is my daughter Claritin? I mean, would you laugh? Would you, you know, have to turn yeah, away and burst? Fall on the yeah. floor laughing. Yeah, absolutely. But that's only because I mean, it's associated just... with the medication. If it wasn't no. associated with the medication, think about it. Claritin. Claritin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you find that funny? I'm so serious. But even hearing you say it, trying to make it sound serious, it's just also it's it's kind of a a, 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 a gender neutral name. I feel like with the with the if you if you pronounce the ending as T O N, it could be a male name, you know. So I don't know. I just think it's strange. I N like, or O N is still Claritin. Well, I mean, no, let, that's how people say it. It's not. <laughs> let, let me let me ask you something, Geraldine. I know Uh-oh. I know you're a fan of this movie. Um, what would you say to someone being named Xanadu? Oh boy! <clears throat> exactly. I, mean, come on. I told you the exactly. story. This is a true story. Okay, I get it, Jonathan. You're right. However, there have been far worse. There's a book uh, author who, um, well, in fact, it was a very wealthy American back in the 1920s and 30s, and he had one child, a daughter, and she got married, and his name was um, he named her Irma because she. I'm sorry, not Irma, Ima, I-M-A. And he loved her name because his best friend wrote this um, this book. And the character that he loved, her name was Ima. And, you know, that's great, except her last name was Hog. So it's Ima Hog. And this is not a joke. This is real. This is a real story. This really happened. Oh I mean, that's goodness. horrible. You know, there are so many ways that could have gone. I was, I was so I, ready I heard about this actually before in the past, and I actually Alanis Morissette wrote a song about her. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a child. I'm no, that's a not Alanis Morissette. I'm a, I'm a saint. Who is it? Oh, it is Alanis Morissette. No, it's Claritin. Meredith Brooks. Blame the Claritin. Don't blame it on all the no. Blame it on that. There's no alcohol. Wait, no, you're no, right. Oh my god, I know. I call that Alanis Morissette. Who sings that song? Meredith Brooks. Oh. Oh, wow. Do you know who Meredith Brooks is? I, I guess I do now. The person who sings <laughs> that song is in my head. I don't. Only Jonathan knows. <laughs> I don't know. Again, this was a song that came out in the late, the mid to late 90s that, that I consider my wheelhouse. When I was Same here. high school, college years, that's my wheelhouse. I, mean, I wasn't in high school. I was a child. Yes, you, know, you were a child then. I want to say this was 96 that it came out. I just want to put that out there. I was not in high school. I'm not falling for this 90s. like your mother seemed to fall for it earlier in the show, even though I wasn't trying to bait her into into our age difference. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay, Michael. I'm okay. 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 You good. Know, but Michael, no, I don't you, know why I he loves to get right to that line. You know, Jonathan is always walking towards the line. With me, and he knows what's going to happen. Habitual but line there. stepper. I'm, an I'm so habitual glad you line put a stepper. huh at the front of that because you know we'd be fighting. I mean, that was that's <laughs> one of the lines of the song. Okay. You know, I thought he was just giving us the lyrics for us there. You don't want to do that. Now that word you just used, you better take that ha huh out. AJ, take it out. We got a break. You know, he, he, he does walk the line, and Alanis Morissette wrote a song about that, too. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
kidding. I was going to oh, fuck her. Good Lord. Okay, Michael, when we come back, we're going to talk about the 900 U.S. flights that were canceled and, or delayed oh today. Today. We'll be back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking and staying with us. This is the Mom and Michael Hour with my son, Michael Battle. And as you heard him say, he's been sneezing all day, but he took Claritin. And, of course, he's feeling much better. Now, here's some things I'm not feeling much better about, Michael. Uh, I will say that I actually heard that um, the... Uh, Oh, my goodness. Let me make sure I remember it. Barbie's Dream House. Yeah, that's what it was. Barbie's Dream House is on sale for $200. And I'm trying to figure out what? Uh, what? $200 for Barbie's Dream House. Does it come with a car and Ken and all his friends and all her friends? Does it come with some gems or jewels in there, you know, like diamonds or something? $200. But, I mean, how large is this toy? I mean, because... The, the, the old school versions of Barbie's Dream House that I have seen are large. They're like four foot tall playhouses that do come with many accessories and cars and things like that and other right. friends with it. So if it's a four foot tall playhouse with a you know six floor house that opens up to multiple areas that you can store all your Barbie accessories in it, great. I mean, those are the kind of toys I wish I had as a kid for for Star Wars toys. I, I, I even uh, wrote a letter to to. Um, Kenner, I think, was the, the company back in the, back in the day who made the, the 90s Star Wars toys. And I, I kept begging them to make a Death Star. And I wanted a four-foot-tall Death Star playset, not the old-school one that was like a foot tall, foot and a half. I wanted a huge playset. So if there was a Death Star playset with Darth Vader and all of his cool stuff and a TIE fighter for 200 bucks, I would have bought it <laughs> as a kid. I would have thought that was the coolest thing ever. So by all means, let there be a $200 uh, Barbie's uh, dream house. Well, I never thought I would spend two hundred dollars on a, a dollhouse of some sort, no matter if it's Barbie or whomever. However, um, I, I had a chance to be involved in a, um, a silent auction event, and there was a woman who actually makes these dollhouses. And the one I saw online was so spectacular, Michael. I called. I got her number. I called her and I said, "I would love one made for my." My granddaughter's not this big, not this tall, nope, you know, very simple, not outrageous. It came with the furniture. She made sure that some of the materials, like the rugs and the wallpaper on the walls, were more batik or more um, an African style. <clears throat> and I just loved it, just loved it. The girls love it, and they haven't broken it yet. Some of the furniture wow. has been broken, but the house itself? is still intact and I'm shocked about that. So when I look at Barbie doll houses and I go, no, but if someone can Wait. custom make or give you, yes, yes. 
wait a minute, I just want to go back and, and point of information for the room. You got me Queen Amidala's Royal Cruiser, which is a giant silver spaceship from Star Wars Episode One. Uh, hey, Jonathan, and- we should go to break. <laughs> <laughs> you got that for me for Christmas in, in, in early 2000. I'm pretty sure it was $200. I'm pretty sure half of that came out of your account. No, no, that was a Christmas gift. I was really excited about it. It is literally three and a half feet long. It opens up to a play set. It is one of the coolest, largest toys that I ever had. And you got it for me. And that, that's almost $200 in the early 2000s. So actually, that, you know, adjusted for insane inflation, uh, that, that uh, dream house is even cheap compared to what I had as a kid. <laughs> I think you just put me on blast. I think you did. <laughs> A little bit, a little bit. And I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling some kind of way about that. But I love you. I know you do. Welcome welcome to motherhood, Geraldine. Welcome to motherhood. <laughs> uh, by the way, I was wondering if with this $200 investment into Barbie's dream house, you also got access to Barbie's Bitcoin account. You're kidding me, right? Of he, course you he are. He tried. He worked for that joke. And I'm here to support you in your endeavors, Thank you. Jonathan. Thank and you. I am not. Yeah. By the way, no one's talking about Bitcoin or cryptocurrency much these days. Well, yes, they are. They're talking about it all the time. It's just, you know, is your phone and is your social media feeding you articles about it or not? Or which, where are you getting your information about finance? Because it's still out there. It may not seem mainstream, but people are making and losing huge sums of money in Bitcoin. Yeah. I still feel very foreign to the whole thing. And yep. briefly, at brunch today... Uh, my friend told me about uh, decentralized corporate something. They're called the DC DAOs, they're called. Uh, and I, I was like, what is this word? And he, he was saying uh, uh, Bitcoin DAOs. And their company like made D-O-W-L or D-O-W? It's yes. D- no, I have to go look it up. But it, it's like decentralized uh, account accountable something it's basically a company made up of, of a ton of people who all own part of the blockchain coding and of, of a bitcoin uh investment form think of it as like a uh a, a, an SPAC, a, a special uh fundraising fund or if you will it's redundant uh made up of a bunch of individuals who have maybe small smaller amounts in there versus some of larger amounts who vote on the next step of what that group purchases and then they'll go buy nfts or art or bitcoins, and then leverage the profits of that to then pay back the owners of the company. I probably butchered that description, but I just yeah. learned about it today. So I guess talking to the point you were making, people are talking about it. They are involved in it. It's just foreign to you and I. Yeah, it really is foreign to me. I, and I stopped asking questions about it because I decided it's not for me. It's just not for me. Mm. You know, just like I wasn't into um what is that people have, you know, to save up at a company? And some people have different ones at different companies. When they leave, they don't collect them all and oh, put them 401Ks. all together. Oh, 401Ks. 401Ks. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole nother story. So you don't hear people talking a whole lot about that. But, of course, when the Dow started dropping. Oh, no. I, uh, th- this one I'll have to say, no, no, no. People are definitely talking about their 401ks right now. No, no, now. no. I interviewed someone about a month ago, maybe a little longer ago, but um, I do I remember. remember him talking about that. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that it doesn't matter to people. It does because they were convinced 
um, when it began. When it began, I was the one sitting in those meetings and learning who the managers are and what they do. And I, t- I immediately thought to myself, well, I'm not going to do that, you know. And then I go to another company and work, and I go, yeah, I think I'll do that. It's just confusing to me. But for those who have it, I know you've been worried about it. But they're saying that it's coming back already, so we'll see. We'll see. Well, well, I just don't want people my- to get hurt. My generation, you know, we, we change jobs every two years. So most of my peers, have, we just have tons of accounts laying all over the place. And occasionally, yes, you, you, can, you can go call the company and, and, and balance transfer from one account and combine it to another. Or, or right. I, think it's, I think it's called a, a, a rollover. Yeah, you can do that. But I just haven't done the work to go call someone to tell me, you know, what's the best way to, to, to do that to make sure I'm not losing money in the process. So I think I have four different 401k accounts. Uh, which it would be wow. more, more were it not for two of my old companies merged, and that so, so they merged two of them for me. But yeah, every time you go to a new job, a new account is started, so you end up with quite a few if you were in, in my generation. Okay, we got to take a break and then uh, do some weather, and we'll come back and talk about this. More than nine hundred U.S. flights canceled, and sixty three hundred U.S. flights delayed today. Today, we'll be back. Welcome back, everyone. It is now 1036 as we wrap up this half hour. Um, I, I am just surprised that we keep hearing about these wave of airline cancellations. And we've got another wave that happened today. It's being felt across the United States. Um, according to the flight tracking website called Flight Aware, there have been 912 flights canceled so far. Today, a total of 6,378 flights have been delayed across the United States. Now, the Chicago O'Hare um, airport saw the most cancellations and delays today, with approximately 12% of the flights canceled and over 40% of flights delayed. Chicago saw heavy rain today, including a flash flood warning that was in place for parts of the afternoon for portions of Cook County as well. And the weekend of cancellations just went on and on. Saturday saw a total of 657 flight cancellations and 7,267 delays um, and, and it is all within the United States. I'm just stunned when I hear this, Michael. You've traveled a lot, and you have seen cancellations and delays, but this seems to be an ongoing problem, and I just wish I knew exactly what was happening. They keep saying we don't have enough um, employees to you know, handle all of the, um, the, the, like the flight attendants and the, and the um, oh, gosh, those that <laughs> fly the plane. The pilots, and yeah. <laughs> Thank you, the pilots. Yeah, that's a real deal, you know? It's a real thing. It, it, it's a real thing, and I, I've been hearing the same reason that you've been hearing that, that it's primarily that, like you said, they don't have, don't have enough pilots, they don't have enough flight attendants, and they just can't staff the whole uh, operational workflow that is airline travel to keep these flights uh, in, in, in the works. So we're hearing these stories, and, you know, by, by the sounds of a story like what you were just um, going over, it would seem impossible to travel anywhere on time, which has happened where, you know, I've heard had friends whose flights got canceled. That said, as we spoke about uh, a few weeks ago, you know, I went to Disney World for a friend's birthday party. And though my, my initial flight was supposed to leave at 10 a.m. on leaving, and they switched it to 7 a.m., but that change happened a week before we even left town. Besides that... Okay. Everything was on wow. time, no delays, no problems. It was smooth sailing from beginning to end. So there are still flights going out, you know, going cross-country that are, uh, are, are happening successfully. 
What do you think are the two best ways to travel? You know, I used to always think that flying was the best thing to do. But with all of the challenges that have been happening, um, you know, not just here in Minnesota at our international airport, but all over the country, you know, you start to think, what other ways can I get to where I'm trying to get to, right? Um, it used to be that flying on an airline, an airliner was really wonderful. You could sleep. You had plenty of room. Remember those? Well, you probably don't remember those days because yeah, you're so tall. I do. But I remember we, we we would dress up and look nice. You didn't just come in on your jogging suit and sit down. I mean, people looked nice to fly on to travel on a, 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 an airline. And you just kind of say to yourself, "Wow, you know, I get to fly." And the first time I went to New York uh, to do a play with the family, the Gospel of Colonus, I took six pieces of luggage. And Venice was the Jeez. only child I had. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was just outfit. Yeah, you know, it's just, wow, why did I do that? And I never did it again. Now I try to pack a small bag, and I do mean small, and and live for a week off of that. Just keep washing your clothes and spraying it with vodka or something. Get that smell out. I'm telling you, it works. <laughs> Which, I told somebody that recently. I, I was... Was it my dryer? I was somewhere, and I was talking about one of my crazy outfits, one of my my, my kimonos or sequin pants or something. Right. And I was right. saying, yeah, you know, my my mom told me told me that back in the day she used to just spray vodka on her outfits, and they're like, I'm sorry, what? And I had to give them all this extra context because I think they just pictured like my mother at home just w- with a bottle of vodka just throwing it on clothing. I was like, no, 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 no. She's no. a singer. Sequins, embroidery, no. they would spray it. It's a, it's, a, it's a performer thing, you know, how to keep clothes clean. I was like, yeah, but I, I've tried, I think, only once before. But, yeah, you tell me it used to work. Yeah, but specifically, it goes for, like, tuxedos or suits, uh, dressy things like sequin. You know, we wore a lot of sequin in that show. <laughs> and what yeah. I learned from the... Um, um, the person who was in charge of all of our clothes, I forget what they're called. There's a name for them, but I forget it. Um, yeah, they spray the clothes. And, you know, these were sequin jackets sometimes or sequin dresses, and there was no smell left. And so if you put it in, get the cheapest vodka you can get, the cheapest vodka. And you put it in one of those spray bottles. And if you have some clothes that need to be freshened because it's an emergency, this is the way to go. Spray some vodka on it, and it it um, dries up pretty quickly very quickly really there are some you theaters know, that, that that do that really i just i don't know what it was i would go to that show feeling down i put on my costume and i just felt so wonderful all of a sudden we had such a great time on stage we don't even know why it happened it's a great show in the audience wow they sure seem happy up there i don't know right. what's going on but yeah they seem happy and they smell great yeah, but there'll be one person, just one, you know, just one alcoholic yeah, yeah. somewhere in the room that'll go, that's not, what is that? You know, I can see, what is and, that? And you know what? That's actually a good point. So um, I was, I, I was, I was somewhere with one of Joey's friends who, who, who is sober and uh, she couldn't use the uh, hand sanitizer that was in, on all the places, but all the restaurants in, in LA because they, for her, it smelled like tequila. And it was really, it was a trigger. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's not funny, but it was a real thing. Cause like she, I'm she sorry. worked for Freeman and it was like, she's been sober a long time for her. It was like, it was, it was revolting. That's what it was. It was so unpleasant. That's to good. Smell alcohol. That's great. Cause she's away from it all the time. And so she was like, I can't use any of those. She just doesn't want that specific, you know, tequila smell. So to, to your point, yeah, there probably was somebody in that show or in the audience who was mm-hmm. like, Oh man, this is triggering because you know, it smelled like vodka. 
It is really true. But I tell you, Michael, there are different tricks to doing certain things. One thing I learned is we go to the stores a lot and we buy all the things we think we need, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and I look at some things. You know, I have four or five mm-hmm. or six or seven bags to take back to two particular stores, Marshalls and TJ Maxx. And then there's Costco. Mm-hmm. You know, you go in Costco and you, yeah. you have every intention to walk through it, get your 5,000 steps in, stop and get yourself one, two things that maybe your children need or your family need, and then buy something for you and go check out. No, that's not what we do. No. I How went I today. You? Yeah, I went to Costco today. You know, toilet paper was necessary. And the toilet paper, it stands like the size of a, you know, 12-year-old next to you. And you think, why am I buying all of this? Because you're going to need it. This right, is what because we say you, to ourselves. You, you, have to put, you have to put TP in all your bathrooms and the bathrooms in Barbie's dream house. I mean, that's a lot of toilet paper you have to buy <laughs> to keep it all together. <laughs> Would that be funny or not if they put, like, in the bathroom... <laughs> A little thing Tiny for the toilet roll. paper, and you can actually, like, spin it around and try to keep Barbie's dream house now with a COVID quarantine room. <laughs> That's why it costs so much, because it's practical, you know? Yeah, right. Okay, um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, $200. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm just, you know, go ahead. I was going to say really quick, uh-huh. um, I was at the House of Mouse, Disneyland, yeah, the House of Mouse. Uh, I like that form. Yeah. I like that a lot. The House of Mouse. I didn't, I didn't come up with that. It's been around a while. So I was there with with, with my friend Kevin Pollock and his fiance Jamie. And she really wanted to see the the the, the, the Main Street Electrical Parade, which is which is uh, has come back to the parks to, to celebrate its 50th anniversary of being in the parks. Uh, it has all the all the original floats with all the tiny light bulbs all over them that you know uh, sprinkle and 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 light up the night as it goes through the parks, and then we sit in the same area and watch the fireworks in those same VIP seats. Wonderful experience. Uh, so we get there, and a, a friend of ours, well, an associate of ours, sat in front of us in, in, in the row in front of us, and she had a friend with her. And we didn't know the other friend, but, you know, we're going to be social and talk with her and whatnot. And she noticed my new glitter sparkly sneakers, which I've told you about, you've seen pictures of. And I had the silver ones that Jonathan made fun of me for because they were so reflective. And he thought I was going to talk to the moon, and I wore those until potential they fell apart, and then I bought the glitter no, no, one. No, no, I just thought the astronauts on the moon could see you from space. Right, I thought the International more. Space Station will call down to NASA and say, "What is that on the planet? What is that? Why? Why right, am I? Well, why are? Why are my eyes being affected by this shiny stuff on the on the planet?" Exactly. Um, but these new ones are even sparklier because they're just they're they're they're, they're fantastic. So. You know, if I buy nice things, I wear them out because they're shoes. It's, it's, it's a shirt. It's a jacket. It's clothing. If you're, if you're going to spend money on something, go use it because that's the point. So I, of course, wore them to Disneyland. That was my fault. But this woman comes over, and she sits down, and she goes and gets her snacks, and she promptly spilled a whole cup of Coca-Cola all <laughs> over the ground. Oh. And, I, you know, and I was like, oh, I need a napkin. And she had one in her hand or on her ice cream in the other hand. And I was like, I'm going to grab this from you because I'm trying to desperately dab my shoe that I can't wash. That was very expensive. And she's like, oh, no, I, not that one. That's for the ice cream. And she was moving slowly and speaking slowly. And I was like, I'm going to need any napkin or your shirt or something to dab my shoe. I didn't say that. 
I was very calm. I got a napkin. I dabbed the shoe. She was very apologetic. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I said, you know what? It's fine. They're shoes. I explained what I just said to you. It's fine. And Kevin was like, you're being so nice about this. <laughs> because he knew how much they were. I was like, it's fine. It was an accident. Um, so then the lights go down and the parade starts and you welcome to the main street electrical parade. And Jamie is really excited. And the woman in front of us puts this jacket on, which is, says on the back main street electrical parade and before before we know it she goes boom and the world's brightest led lights come on the back of her jacket and blinds us in our eyes as we're trying to watch the parade and we're all just like mm, 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 mm. <laughs> and, it, and then it starts to move and the lights start to go in circles and sparkle and by the end of the parade because we were all like we can't we can't say anything to her so at the end, you know, uh, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry if I ruined your shoes. I, I'll, I'll buy you some dessert or something. I'm like, that's really it's very sweet of you. But no, th thank you so much. And then uh, her friend goes, oh, were the lights on the jacket too much? I'm like, a little bit. <laughs> like, oh, you should have said something. But if someone wore a themed jacket to a parade uh, that has lights in it, you know, that, that might be a special moment for them. We aren't going to ruin their time. But... Uh, you know, between the, the, the soda on the shoes and the jacket, we were happy to move away from that woman uh, and go to areas that were safer and less blinding. <laughs> All because of a parade, huh? One parade, you know? One just... parade. Brought oh, all of that out of you, did it? Yeah. I yeah, found some shoes I'm going to get for you. Really? Yeah, man. You know, because um, um, Shagoon, you know, your nephew almost two years old, he has a pair and he loves them, will not let them go. I feel like Don't you want to hear up. no? Don't you want to hear no? <laughs> you want to hear more, right? right? Yes, yes. What okay. are the shoes? Tell us. Well, they're, they're like uh, royal blue, which is my favorite color, which is so cool. And he just, you know, he knows how to put them on now. You know, he had tennis shoes at first and he loved those. But these shoes... He loves them, Michael. And you can put, you can add things to the shoe, like little trinkets that you can actually purchase for the shoe and put it all over the shoe. You would love it. So, so confused. So there's a baby shoe that you are assuming is made in, a, in an adult size? Oh, I know it is. Or you know it is. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Well, it sounds ridiculous, which is right up my alley. So send me How a link. How can you say that crooks are, like, are you really using that kind of language about crooks, crocs, crocs? There you go. Well, okay, <laughs> so, but you hadn't, here's said, the thing. You, you hadn't said the brand. Okay, so these are crocs yeah. that he's wearing. Crocs. He's wearing baby crocs. Okay. Yes. And yes and you would, they do come in all it. sizes and colors. I they refuse do. to wear them. You do? I, I, I refuse. I, I, know I, I. See, Jonathan, when he that's says, that's I, 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 he's trying to figure out right should now. I say it. Right. That's an unpopular opinion. People love their Crocs. People are, yes. are have a devotion to them, especially in, in states where it gets really hot in the summer. So I know that someone is mad at me right now for saying this, but I just, I can't do it. I have size 12 feet, and there's a limit to, you know, who can wear Crocs, and I am past that limit. It's just that's too much foot and too much gel for it to be okay <laughs> out of the house. Two things. <laughs> First of all, I'm glad, all, I'm glad you all. I'm glad you all 
uh, corrected everything and talked about Crocs because I don't know if anyone wants to wear wear a pair of Crocs because that might mean they're headed for the casket. Uh, the other thing oh, is Lord. we got oh, we got You were the one that's talking about Crocs. Oh, I'm like so I don't wear awful. a pair of Crocs. That was awful. I she got it right the though. French sandwich a Croque Madame. That's what you Croque Madame. Croque Monsieur. Yeah, delicious sandwich. Uh, it's break time. Bonjour, Monsieur. It's break time. Okay, we'll be back in a moment. It is now 10.55 here at WCCO. Thank you so much for sticking and staying with us. And as we're wrapping up, I'm about ready to leave you tonight and hope you will rest well and, and that you've had a good time listening tonight. Uh, my son, Michael Battle, joining me brings me a lot of joy. And, Michael, we talked about everything from Claritin to Disney um, to the, the Barbie's Dream House. And we didn't get to talk about movies because you didn't get to see one. But if you were to see one, you said it would be Bullet Train. And I'm just curious, when are you going to do that? Oh, that's a great question. Let's ask my day job that question. Um, but hopefully soon I'll be able to have time to return to, to seeing that. But I, I do want to see that new Brad Pitt film. I've heard mixed reviews, but the trailer got me. It seems really interesting. I'm also a fan of Brad Pitt. I think he's really fun to watch on screen. I like his characters often. Um, so, yeah, I'm totally down to see that. But, you know, I have time. Uh, as, as, you know, articles online I've already talked about, there aren't a lot of huge movies coming out. so But I, I love seeing movies in theaters, as you know, even though uh, a lot of these are coming to TV soon. I want to see it on the big screen still. Uh, uh, <coughs> excuse me, and experience it that way. So uh, maybe this week. No, it won't be this week. Maybe next weekend <laughs> I'll be able to, to go see it on uh, in a large theater. Yeah, Brad Pitt will be a part of the Ocean's 100. By that time, there'll be a serum that makes us look like we're 35. No. Yeah. By that time, there'll be 100. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Michael, the movie that I want to see finally, finally, is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes, yes. And I know you and I spoke about that one. If you can see it in a the theater, go see it in the theater. But even if you watch it at home, that's still a great venue to experience that film. It's fantastic. Uh, it's my favorite multiverse film out there, as it was advertised in the trailers. Um, and it's just really fun and really wonderful and funny at times, has a great message, and it's just ex- expertly crafted. Again, I'm expecting to hear about that film, everything, everywhere, all at once during award season in some capacity because it was that good, uh, easily on my top 10 list of the year. So let me tell you this as we wrap up very quickly here. Um, I want you to know that I am very proud of you. I want you to know that I am honored to be your mother. Thank you for choosing me. And this time that we have tonight is not the ones that we always have. What we always have is you calling or me calling and Venice joining in just to say we love you and just to say we, and you say back to us that we love you. And I just love hearing that. So just know your mother is thinking about you every day, praying for you and joy every day. You take good care of yourself, okay? I will. Thank you. Love you too. Love you, son. All right, everyone, good night and have a wonderful week. Don't let anyone upset you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.